This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Start the party, Dan. Oh no, you got upset online. Looks like you're having a real bad time. Should have just ignored what I said. But now I've got proof that you read it. And for me, that's all I need. It's what I live for. It's the air that I breathe. Cause I'm rude for me, and I'm not sorry. Welcome everybody to the block party. Hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. This is Blocked Party. This is episode number 115. And, Stefan, today is February 1st, so you know what that means. What, is it? Act- no, it's January 31st. Well, when we're recording, it's January 31st. Yeah, yeah, but when yeah. people are listening to it, it's okay. February you scared, 1st. You scared the, the shit out of me. <laughs> I needed to like move some money around. <laughs> no, it's February 1st right now. So here, we'll do okay. that. We'll try it again. Sure, uh, yeah. Yeah. So Dan obviously edit that out. Uh, February 1st. It's February 1st, Stefan. Yeah. Tomorrow, you know what that tomorrow means. Monday is. Yeah. You know what that means? Yeah. What? It's Monday? Oh my god. Okay, it's Block Party Sweeps Month. Uh, All month here at Block Party, we're going to have huge guests, great bonus episodes, and we're very excited to kick it off uh, with just an amazing person. She's an author, actor. Uh, You may have heard her on the Double Threat podcast. Uh, She's here now. Julie Klausner is here. Hi, Julie. Hi, Julie. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you for being here. We're thrilled. Uh, sorry if I scared you as well with the, uh, it's February 1st thing. Um, I feel like you were on top of it. Stefan's kind of an idiot. So no, I was, I was just surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's, maybe we should do that more often. Just really like confuse our guests. Steph, cause Stefan, I feel like I could tell you anything and you would believe it if it was off the top, like doing an intro like that. I woke up like 45 minutes ago. Uh, I made some coffee. Played uh, played a bit of Hearthstone. Uh, looked at my uh, new crypto investments. Uh, oh my god! And and now I'm here. So I'm 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 a little I'm a little shook up right now. Oh my god! You're yeah. a crypto guy? No, I just have crypto. I'm not a crypto guy. I mean, I think that makes you a crypto guy in the same way that when I got one Funko Pop, you tried to insist that I was a Funko Pop guy. Okay, well, you're the crypto keeper, and you're <laughs> Funko Papa. <laughs> yeah, Stefan, you're the crypto keeper. And I think okay, Julie, you can weigh in humble. here. If you own crypto, does that make you a crypto guy? Yes. Okay, no. thank you. I agree. You're a crypto okay. guy, but I don't All want right. everyone to send you crypto because then that's good. That's oh, yeah, much actually, better than like yeah, Funko that, Pops. Oh, that would be horrible if everyone sent me crypto. Yeah. So, uh, Julie, what happened about a year ago is I made fun of John because he got a Funko Pop for Christmas. Uh, and I told all of our listeners to send him Funko Pops and they sent him about like 45 Funko Pops. Uh, and so now he just has 45 Funko Pops in like a big pile in, uh, where are they now, John? Uh, they're in my closet. Yeah. Okay. Just, they're just sitting there. We're trying to get rid of them. We did the whole 
Becca like put them on Craigslist. Uh, my fiance, she tried to like group them in like, uh, you know, here's a superheroes. You know, you can get six Funko Pops for 20 bucks or whatever. Here's the superheroes oh, I got. Here's girl. the <laughs> innocuous TV characters I got, like the mom from Modern Family and Diane from Cheers. Uh, you know, it's that, and uh, we didn't sell any of them. Spoiler what about alert. The, what about the Princess Diana ones? Uh, oh, we did sell those to people in England. They still okay, love yeah. her over there. So yeah. we did get rid of those too, but the rest uh, are, yeah, they're just in, in my closet. Clothes. Yeah, if we ever move, um, we're in huge, we're, we're, I don't know what we're going to do. Throw we're going to burn them, I guess. Now. So Sorry, you don't Julie? need to worry about them if you move, when you move. You don't need to worry about them when you move if you throw them away now. That's a great point. That's true. But it's, there's sort of, uh, I mean, it was, it was very nice of our listeners to send them in and, and they raised a lot of money for, for charity too. So I feel like John doesn't want to just, I feel like if you wanted to dump them, you would have dumped them by now. I think, I think deep down he does like them just, just like deep down. I am i I'm a crypto guy. I bought, uh, <laughs> I bought ripple, which is a, a, a type of cryptocurrency and I've made, uh, I've made $20 over the past two days. So I'm feeling pretty good about myself. Uh, do you guys think I should just cash out right now? Yes. <laughs> Imagine we listen to this like a year from now and Ripple is like overtaking Bitcoin and they're <laughs> worth like $40,000 a coin. And that uh, but what is carrying in touch with me? Yeah, I just feel like I don't even understand how there are different types of cryptocurrency. Oh, I, I don't know I don't anything either. about it. No, like, me neither. Like it seems like you and I could just start one, Blockcoin or whatever. Because there's already be, blockchain, so if we did blockcoin, well, I, mean, I think it's like so. I think I think cryptocurrency is is uh, based around blockchain, John. Uh, and I'm speaking as a as the crypto guy of the show, <laughs> the um, crypto keeper, and the crypto John keeper, Funko Papa, Funko Papa. Okay, I'm going to start calling you Funko Papa. Oh, I really no. like that. I like Julie. I like when we have we have a guest who immediately gives us nicknames. <laughs> I think that's I think that's great. I think that's a great start. Doesn't so I'm happen too keeper. often for us. No, it doesn't. Um, but mm. yeah, I'm I'm feeling pretty good about my investments. I feel very grown up having having investments, even if it's like it's it's like thirty dollars worth of stuff. But I I feel I feel like a grown up. You know, you in feel just like a that grown department. up that you've invested in um, like internet mysterious money. Yes. That's what that's, makes you feel like a grown up. When you were like thirteen, correct. you're like I'm gonna invest in this like you know. Yeah. Kind of insane thing that doesn't really make sense, but it does. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I saw all the, you know, the, the, the GameStop stuff. Julie, you, you, you saw all that. I'm, I'm assuming. Oh, I'm a big, I'm a big part of it. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I made a million dollars. I did. I was so close to canceling on you guys are, because are I'm people just. People who made the money, the same people that pranked the finance bros, or are those two categories mutually exclusive? I, so I think like the people on Reddit who are making millions of dollars off of this are also finance bros. They're just like younger finance bros is, is my understanding. People on Reddit were pranking finance bros more or less, or they were, they were like, it was like a bit, right? Like they kind of did a bit. I think that was, that's sort of what it turned into. I think originally it started yeah. out like, we're going to make a lot of money doing this. Oh, okay. So it didn't, they didn't go into it just with, you know, prank. No. And I think once a lot of people jumped on board, it was like, uh, yeah, this is like, this is like a, a leftist prank thing we're, we're doing, making millions oh, of dollars on the, on the it, stock market. Okay. But it's just, it's just making lots of money on the stock market, I think. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, I think the idea was that they were they were kind of trying to show how they could like game the system, but yes. like in a way that they were going to benefit from. Like it was like, oh hey, this would be really funny if we if we did this, but then also right. we're gonna make a lot of money. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't, was... it, wouldn't it be such a good joke if we made like hundreds of thousands of dollars? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm laughing already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the great. That's a great joke. We should have thought of that joke. Like we but are yeah, shitty I'm... joke writers that we didn't think of it. I'm uh, I'm jumping on board at the at the perfect time, uh, which is <laughs> the which end? is which is the time when my parents are aware of it. That's the, <laughs> that's the best time to jump on board something. So I feel like it's just going to keep going up. Uh, for uh, a long time, uh, and because I'm I'm planning on I, I want to buy some I want to buy some stocks as well, right? And I I tried to buy some like four days ago, but the deposit takes like four business days to get through. So now it's gonna get there on Monday, and who knows if it's all gonna go down? I'm gonna feel like well, I still I have to buy something. I have the money in there now. Do you guys have any good stock tips? Well, go back in time and don't buy. <laughs> Stocks in MedMen, which were the weed guys that I bought stock in when they went public, and I lost my shirt, and I'm furious. But I refuse. I refuse to sell it because that would be too humiliating. Yeah, did in you? This way, it's like, well, maybe one day it'll, you know. It's just too embarrassing to admit defeat, you know? Right. I guess it is the thing with stocks, right? It's like you have lost money already, but by holding you're yeah, you're not admitting defeat. It's like, it's the the army still has 50 guys left. Exactly. (laughs) And and you're just hoping that they're going to get super powered and able to beat the other much larger army. Right. I mean, if they go bankrupt, either way, if they go bankrupt or if they don't. Yeah. Well, what was it about MedMen that that drew you in? Was to, it the name? I thought they were. I I thought they were fancy, and they had like opened, or they were about to open all these shops in Los Angeles, and weed had just become legal, or it was about to come become legal. I know it became legal in Canada, like around that time, and then um, I just thought they were like a fancy operation, and then. After I checked my stocks, like a year, because I don't really do that kind of thing. I, I checked it and I said, "Oh no!" And then I googled, <laughs> and it's and there were like a lot of angry people that were like, "Who's this idiot?" And um, I kind of caught up on what had happened to lead me to say, "Oh no!" <laughs> Wait, how? What was the? What was like the time period between you buying the stocks and then you next checking on the stock price? Two years. Okay. <laughs> so like did you did you think when you checked it that you were and if it's a tree, great. And if my farm is gone, apparently I'm like, oh no. <laughs> um, I should have been more involved, I guess. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, like when you logged on at the two year mark, were you yes. assuming that you were just that it was just gonna be sitting there and had appreciated a ton. Like, was that your sort of thought? Like, oh yeah, I forgot for, about that. And there's going to be for money. I was looking for money. I <laughs> right, was trying okay. to say, like, how much money do I have? <laughs> right. And uh, yeah, okay. And you found out you had less than you thought or hoped. <laughs> I had less than I had started with. Right. Okay. Yeah, because right. I feel like I, I get. I don't know much about stocks. I'm a very like uh, you know conservative portfolio guy. Guess what? I'm a 35 year old white man from the suburbs. Just have a real conservative portfolio. Uh, but I do feel that I know about the weed stuff was like a ton of people 
got into weed before it got legal because they're like when it gets legal it is going to explode and it would like had the opposite effect it was like a year before it was legal weed stocks were super high and very valuable and then for whatever reason when it became legal i guess too many people flooded the market well, or whatever the case stocks that didn't do as badly right right yeah i'm not they saying all of like them nosedive yeah did they, did know, they have better like pun names than medmen or is, is that even a pun I, I, is it? It's a pun and like a ref. Yeah, I think it's a pun. Is it? It's a pun, right? John, you're yeah, an English on, teacher. Well, on Mad Men. Yeah. 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 If you're listening to this, please don't Google it because you're going to laugh at me. <laughs> okay, I just took a, a bath on, uh, on private prison stocks. So I don't feel too bad, Julie. Good. <laughs> yeah. And what a bath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like I don't I I would be I don't know I think if I got invested in crypto, I would be really bad about it. Like I would be checking it every day and I would be like, "Ooh, do I sell this? Do I?" Like I know people that got out of Bitcoin way too early. But at the same time, you're like, "Well, this could explode well, at any moment." Cuz Bitcoin is like $40,000 now. And like I remember hearing about it when it first started and mm-hmm. being like a, a stupid like 20 year old online being like oh that sounds dumb and then just yeah. forgetting about it and then you know there there's the my favorite story is the guy who uh had like a million bitcoin and used it to buy a pizza back in like 2009 and you know if he had that now it's worth like a billion dollars and now he's just like he, he's on twitter as the guy who paid a million bitcoin for a pizza so he has like a a character now at least he got something out of it <laughs> but that's why yeah, I'm jumping he's, on he's going viral he's going on he's got a show we've heard he's got a deal with netflix mm-hmm. uh yeah it's weird because people who have a lot of bitcoin you're just like oh you're you're you were like selling illegal drugs and weapons on silk road that's the only yeah. reason that you have a lot of bitcoin because that's the only i remember hearing about it super early too but it was so closely connected with silk road and I didn't have any money to invest in it anyway. I was, you know, yeah, 23 or 24 or whatever, however old I was. Yeah. And you already but had like, a black tar heroin connection off. <laughs> yeah, what totally. Is, I, I, was, I was being very smart and suave Googling Silk Road in hopes of knowing what it was <laughs> before I sounded dumb and asked you. But it's more confusing after I Googled it. <laughs> well, because the Silk Road was a real thing back in like ancient Chinese history where it was like a trading route. Uh, but then it was also the name of a website in the kind of like mid aughts where people would buy and sell like weapons and drugs on the internet. Was it, it was the kind dark, of like was a the dark web or not? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. It was dark exactly. web. Got it. Yeah. yeah. So and now it's, 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 not, it's not around anymore. It's, it's, it's gone now, I think. Right, John? Is it gone? Well, yes, I believe it's gone. Producer Dan would know more about this. Yeah, the FBI took it out. <laughs> software, music. And then it goes to the Wikipedia of the historical network of trade routes during the Han dynasty. (laughs) It's not as accessible to, you know, dummies like me anymore, which is is how people got Bitcoin. It was in the Han dynasty. That's back when it started. Actually, it was crazy. Right. It it wasn't just silkroad.com, though. Right. Like you you had to like. I was on tour. Okay, which I again I don't know what that is. That's like a dark, yeah, dark web. So. Okay, it's, it's on the, the dark, dark web, web, so you'd have to have like the dot onion URL. It'd be like a bunch of random letters and numbers, and then dot onion. And then the onion was involved. Dot, dot onion. <laughs> yeah the the the, the TLD onion? like instead of dot com, it's dot onion. 
Now, why Those is that? Those guys were involved? <laughs> because the Tor network is like a, a onion wherein you can peel the oh, layers all and the layers. there's all the layers and you can't so trace anyone. To do with the, it had nothing to do with the humor website. No. Nothing at all, no. No, I think ClickHole was involved with Silk Road, but not, not yeah. Onion. But in um, Shrek, the creators of Shrek, that's yeah. how they came up with yeah. the dot onion thing. Yeah, um, I applied kind of a for a, uh, a Silk Road fellowship uh, a few years back and, and didn't get it, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, so I'm a big uh, I'm a big crypto guy. I'm the crypt, crypto keeper. The keeper. Yeah. John is Funko Papa. I love that. <laughs> I yeah. cannot believe we've had Funko Pops in the, the discourse of this show for like a year. And now Julie has just it's like you just supercharged the engine because I've already had a hard week. Uh, so, by the way, that was the conclusion of our other uh, CNBC podcast, Stocked Party. Uh, and now we're back to our regularly scheduled program, Blocked Party, uh, where Stefan came up with this bit last week, Julie, where I don't know if you had seen um the there's a new ghostbusters ghost uh that they're oh, called yeah, muncher ugly, like little um what is it blue it's blue yes yeah. it's blue yeah. it's muncher so last week stefan decided because it was the anniversary of this funko pop thing that people should start sending me uh oh, pictures muncher. of muncher in my mentions on twitter that's funny and, that's great well it, it Thank i you. mean you say that until you get hundreds of muncher pictures in your mentions, including uh, there's apparently a meme where they they sort of blur out the middle of muncher. And then it says muncher is sucking his own dick. Uh, a lot of people <laughs> sent me that one. So thank That's you funny. to those of you who sent that in. Is there is there an unblurred um, version of that? Or is it, is it just <laughs> I'm sure there is if you search hard enough stuff and maybe okay. go to, you know, dot onion and you'll figure out what you're looking for. Uh, but yeah, so it was a tough week for me. Uh, on Twitter with that already happening. And now with Funko Papa, it's like... <sighs> you see the light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> I'm going towards the light. There's no question oh, about no. that. I'm sprinting. I'm sprinting this for the light. This is the, the hardest thing you ever have to deal with in your life. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know what? That is a lot of privilege that I've just, uh, yeah. you know, put yeah. in. John, to, to make up for it, you should invest in MedMen right now. <laughs> oh, stop it. Oh Sorry, my Julie. God. I mean, if we invest in MedMen, Julie, well, that I might agree. bring your, uh, it might bring I your mean, investment up. Does Reddit, does Reddit want to do a girl a favor? Yeah. Get on Wall Street bets. Pump I mean, up uh, MedMen. What do I need to do? I'll do it. Yeah. Do you? Okay. Now, if you own part of the company, I guess it doesn't really mean anything. It's stocks. Like for some reason, my brain went to, do they give you free weed? Which is like, that shows you how much I know about the stock market. They should give me something. (laughs) Yeah. Like they just feel bad for how poorly the stock is doing. They're like, you're probably, (laughs) you're probably feeling pretty bad right now. Oh, before they go bankrupt, I'm going to go in there and shoplift at least. I mean, I'm, I'm just... Is it a so is it a store? Like, is it a collection of stores, well, or is it like yeah, a grow? It's like a chain. It's a chain, and they oh, have. Okay. Um, I don't know in. I don't know what they have in LA right now, but um, in New York, you can get like um, like the oils, but you can't get any edibles. Um, so it's sort of limited to medicinal uh, formats or forms, right. I guess. Um, right. Like you can get like a a, a vape pen i think um because i got a couple of like vials with drops that you put under your tongue 
but I don't think they have anything like they don't have um, flour. They don't have the actual weed oh. that you can smoke. Really? And, they, and they certainly don't have edibles, which is what I, I think everybody wants at this. Those point. are like the like, two yeah. main weed things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and yeah. that's sort of a, probably related to why their their stock yeah. is in the well, one of those <laughs> things. One of those things is just weed. They just don't have weed. Right, they're like, weed. Well, yeah, and, and I guess that's just legally like our, our, you know, the state of New York doesn't allow, right. you know, recreational. Right. I guess yet, um, but edible just seems like a no-brainer. But I, I, I don't know. I the less I try to block it out. I blocked party in a way. My my own my own emotional coping skills do not lend itself to what happened to me financially. I feel like we yeah. just got legal edibles up in BC like a mm-hmm. year ago, yeah. maybe. Yeah, wasn't that? Yeah, we had to wait a long time for the stores. Yeah, to have and now the it's legal. great because you can you right. can go to the government website and pay twenty dollars for three little like, oh, wow. lozenges. Okay. Yeah, it's, and are it's you wonderful. Guys both in, are you guys both in BC? Yeah, yeah we're, we're in Vancouver. We're in Vancouver. Okay. Yeah, because I know Toronto's just like you know, it's just a, it's like liquor stores. Like it's just very yeah. very. Oh, it's, it's like that here now, too. It's okay. yeah. I mean, it was like that before it was legal as well. But now, <laughs> yeah, it's... we had a ton of weed stores and they could not yeah. find a way to shut them down. So, yeah. 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 I mean, it's Vancouver. You know, I feel like that's sort of the the prevailing sentiment here was that it was pretty easy to get weed for a long time. I'm not a big I weed guy. Canada. So I love Canada. I love Canadians. I, Have you I been mean, to Vancouver before? I've never been to Vancouver. I've been to Toronto a bunch of times. Um, and I... Um, was very close to marrying Scott Thompson, but then Trump lost. Oh, <laughs> that would yeah. have been that would have been amazing. Yeah, he I would have loved that actually. Well, it could still happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, I think that's yeah, a, that's a power couple. If I've ever heard of, if I've I mean, ever heard of one, I love him. Um, <laughs> Who doesn't? And then Kevin is in Winnipeg, but he's he's spoken for. Yeah, and and he's in I Winnipeg. Think, yeah, you don't want to if you're gonna if you're gonna make the jump. Winnipeg. Is Winnipeg? And, what is it? What is it like? What's what American city would you? I mean, like Minneapolis? Maybe no, like, no, Minneapolis. no, 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 no. Stefan, no? Stefan, come on! You're picking like one of the better metro metropolises in America. Okay, right. Cities. Winnipeg is like um, what? Like Fargo? Uh, what's the, yeah, Fargo. That's the good. That's oh, like okay. probably that's the good comparison. Yeah, it's like um, it's like flat. Big, okay. it's huge, it's sprawling. Like to get from one end of Winnipeg to the other is like thirty to forty minutes in the car. Cold okay. in the winter, like very cold. Okay, uh, so hot like in the summer. Canada. Tons of mosquitoes. Well, oh, people no. have that impression of Canada, but we're in Vancouver, where it's very mild here. Very, yes, very yes, rarely yes. dips below freezing. Yes. So, like someone's but, idea of Canada might correct. be Winnipeg. Okay. Winnipeg yeah. is someone's idea of Canada, and it's also a bad city. Oh no. Yeah, like there are cold cities in Canada that are great, like Toronto, Montreal, Quebec City, you know, that get colder, but they're still good cities. Winnipeg is, you know, and we have some listeners from Winnipeg. It's not like the worst, but it's not. It's not great. (laughs) I'm sure they're thrilled to hear that. (laughs) What about Calgary? What's Calgary's deal? I don't uh, mind it's Calgary. Texas. It's our Texas. I, I don't mind oh, Calgary, but the people are a little bit, a lot of pickup trucks, uh, oh, a lot okay, of casual cool. racism and homophobia. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay. A, lot, a lot of very nice people live there, though, as well. I, oh, I like for Calgary. sure. Yeah. yeah. Edmonton, another bad city. I hate Edmonton. Yeah. Edmonton's um, like Winnipeg. Very similar vibe. Um, like, okay. I'll give you, to put it in context, Julie, I have a I have a hockey podcast with a, a guy who is the the broadcaster for the Vancouver Canucks. So he travels across Canada all the time. And we were talking about Winnipeg on our podcast. And he said his favorite thing about Winnipeg is how sophisticated the underground tunneling system is in Winnipeg. So that in the winter time, it's like really warm and you can very easily travel underneath the city. And that was his like plus of Winnipeg. So when you're plus is that you're like a gopher and you can be underneath the city uh, effectively, (laughs) that's probably not doesn't say great things for your city we'll put it that way looks like fantastic mr fox yes exactly like yeah. that but like less cool yeah, yeah. No, not no claymation you know yeah nothing's charming yeah minnesota has structures like that too where you can get to one building and another to, without having to you know brace the elements yeah which is <laughs> good like that is good yes yeah but it's if that's the best thing about your city, that's uh, that's a problem. That's a big problem. Are you I from New York originally, Julie? I am, so I'm very, you know, sheltered and aware. Did you guys grow up in British Columbia? Uh, I, I'm I from grew up in Toronto. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, and great. I'm from Toronto. Yeah, yeah. But and I've been here been for 21 years. Sorry, Julie. Is, is it? When was the last time you went back to Toronto? Is it? A, is it a long? I mean, is it like a six-hour flight? Uh, it's about four. It's about well. Okay. So due the due to the wind, it's like four on the way there okay. and about five on the way back. Okay. Um, but I've been there a ton. My whole extended family's still there, and my fiance's entire family is there. Her parents, her brothers. Oh, like I moved here with my parents when I was fourteen. So my right. parents and my sister are out here, but all of her family's back in Ontario. My entire extended family's there. So I go there at least once a year and I do comedy there a lot too. It's kind of the comedy epicenter of Canada. So yes. and I'm a stand up. So I go back well, there to do comedy. I was all set to go out there a year ago to write for the kids in the hall, Amazon reboot. And I spent oh. a week, I spent a week there and then COVID happened. So I spent the rest of the time, you know, zooming in from new york but it was one of i mean i really i, I wish i could have been there the whole time the the, right. the very very limited time i had up there was just it was like a dream come true because i was just the biggest kids in the hall fan ever and so oh, to yeah. be up there with those guys was just i mean it really did feel like a make-a-wish kind of thing like i was about yeah. to die because it's just what do i have after this kind of thing so i i love it up there and i i love those guys it's uh <laughs> it probably has been much harder to work on marrying scott over zoom like if that it's was happening fine. in person what? the whole time Wait, you would no, have been... it's fine it's okay fine. okay i don't think <laughs> i i don't think we're anywhere that we wouldn't be emotionally if we were face to face okay that's fair enough i respect that yeah Yeah, no toronto is good like toronto's good i it's it's almost too big for me like i I could see if you're from new york toronto probably has a charm in the sense that it's like a smaller new york adorable i loved it Oh yeah. my gosh! Yes. Whereas, like for us, cold. Toronto's like, ooh, it's so big. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the big, it's, it's the big Canadian city, you know. Like, it's the best, and it was like a couple hours. I mean, so close to here, and I, I just wish I, yeah, I wish I was there right now. But apparently, they're all in lockdown. So, yeah, it's, yeah, I, I saw Andrew Cuomo is opening up weddings for up to 150 people 
in, in like a month oh, or is? something or like two weeks which seems i think no. he wants to open up restaurants in time for valentine's day and he, he was he's like opening restaurants on february 14th and he's like <laughs> I, I, I saw the press conference he said uh hey it'd be a great time to propose you know just like joking around like he's funny that's I, insane I don't know if um he could be the worst ever but he is funny so he it's hard to like know that in the, yeah. in the way that you know you're just like, oh, he's funny, and then your life is ruined, and you're like, oh, I should have been paying more attention. I mean, it is, like, legitimately a good bit to put out a book about how you solved COVID, like, like he did? eight months he ago. Yeah. He has huh. a book about about yeah. how he, like, solved COVID in New York, and this was, yeah. like, six or seven I, months ago right. it came out, I this think. Is, yeah. It's, <laughs> I mean, one day I hope to be reincarnated as a man with an ego like that, to just... <laughs> To not think it's funny to just do that. It, it would just be, I just wonder what that would, not that I want, like, I don't even necessarily, I don't want a dick, but I just want to know what it feels like. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> to like He's have a, a dick or just to be a man with a either big way, ego. Just to be something that's so far from you. That is interesting. The idea that like, I would put out a book, <laughs> you know, in the middle of a horrible crisis saying this is how I solved it and have it not be a joke and not worry about people are going to be really mad at me or that's really insensitive or that's not the right thing to do <laughs> just because he's just so like sh- he doesn't see any of that stuff he doesn't see any of the twitter replies or, or anyone yelling at him I would love to be him just to see what it's like to be Italian I think it would be cool oh I'm there I, I can tell you what that's like I'm not but I can tell you <laughs> I know what that's like what's it like great okay all right yeah that's that's sort of what I figured you know yeah, I think Stefan, you and I should put out a book about how we've like conquered the world of podcasting. Like we're at the top. There's no one. Right, there's no exactly. one higher than us. We're, we've yeah. done it. Has it has to be higher stakes. Like people are actively dying from what you're doing or not true. doing. Yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> true. Put that book out at that time. We could tell people not to get the vaccine, like Joe Rogan did. Oh, please, <laughs> okay. I, I mean, saw, we've already yeah, spent time a, about in, we've already spent time talking about investing in weed, so we're already like halfway what? to a Joe Rogan weed. experience episode. Weed don't make no difference. That dummy <laughs> swap, swap out his human growth hormone syringe with a vaccine. See if he notices. Black <laughs> used to do. Pop a kettlebell on his head. Does that make a difference? Juan. Okay, such a fucking idiot. I never thought that like the dumb guy from news radio would be like relevant culture. Like if you go back and watch that show and be like, oh, who among these people is still like, you know, making a huge difference? It just like, oh, the idiot who played like no, no. Anyway. Yeah. And then what is a fear factor after that and then UFC and the, yeah, it's it's insane. Uh, great stand up though. A lot of people are saying oh, yeah, that. Really Curry. good comedian. Curry is so funny. Um, did he like was he in like the new wasn't there like a man show after Corolla and Kimmel left oh. that like Doug Stanhope did? Was it with yes. Broken? I well, producer yeah. Dan would know for sure. Yeah. So yes. So he was like man show 2.0, like um, which I think is fascinating. To have that on your resume and to reboot the man show. Yeah. Right. To be the star of the reboot is just an interesting, <laughs> you know, just like how they were like the new monkey. We should do it. Or, you know. Yeah. We should do man <laughs> yeah. show 3.0, Stefan, but Gender. it's for like soft boys. We're like, oh, yeah, we, we just talk about like the best like moisturizers and stuff. Oh, I thought you were going to say Proud Boys. Was, <laughs> oh, no, no, we don't. Now we're uh, making money. Now we're getting the sponsors <laughs> yeah. on board. 
I mean, Stefan and I have talked a lot about how we want to rebrand as a right wing uh, podcast, but unfortunately, some actual like right wing people already beat us to it, and they have a podcast yeah. that's about being blocked on social media, but from a right wing oh, perspective. Yeah. yeah, so we got beat yeah. to we got beat to our own grift, you know. It was I also tired. look really bad in uh, in like the polo shirts that they have to wear. Too. I think you look great in those polo shirts. You look I like agree, Julie. You could dress up like a preppy and look terrific. I bet. Well, I completely agree with you, especially yeah. with the way his hair is right now. You can yeah, easily no, you see a middle part in his future. Passes. Yeah, you look yeah. great. Okay, well, thank you for saying I would look good as a proud boy. That that's <laughs> no, no, it's a preppy kind of. What what are the polo shirts they wear? It's the Fred, Fred Perry. Perry like black and, black yellow. and yellow, and then Fred Perry actually discontinued the shirts and put out a statement saying, "Hey, we're going to stop making these because only Nazis are buying them," Looking which was up. like pretty good of Fred Perry. Yeah. Um, but he did the I, reverse I, Hugo Boss. Oh no, yeah. I don't think you could. I don't think you look good in these. <laughs> I was thinking of like more of like a preppy kind of like. Um, I don't know, Ralph Lauren, like polo shirt. That's right. A like a, kind of like style. a pastel color maybe, or like, yeah. Yeah. It's the black or and yellow. Like I think. Brothers or, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, one of Canada's weird. most prominent right wing weirdos looks exactly like Stefan. So it's really not even remotely hard to imagine true. it. Um, uh, this, this guy, he works for rebel name? media. I can't even, his name is so stupid. It's like Colonel or something like that. <laughs> Oh, you, you know, the guy I'm talking about. I know exactly uh, who you're talking about. And he does Rebel sort media, of look like me, Canada, which is not great. Let me see here. Yeah, I got to try and find this guy's name. Is it Keegan I, or something? Uh, it's something like that. It definitely starts with a K, but I can't yeah. remember what it is. But he looks exactly like Stefan. Uh, it's a t- and well, and there was also that guy with the Nazi tattoos that looks exactly like you, too. Yeah, it's the blonde hair and blue eyes. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's not doing me any your, favors. It's your biggest strength and your biggest crutch. <laughs> it really is, yeah. <laughs> so Speaking the Proud Boys are black and yellow. That's their. That's their. Yeah, yeah. They're big Wiz Khalifa fans. Yeah. So a black polo shirt with the yellow uh, uh, collar. Got yeah. it. Yeah. So bad, they're but... like they look like silly bumblebees, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's a pretty bad look. Yeah. And a lot of the, and I will say, a lot of them are clearly buying shirts that are like a size too small. It's medium. Um, and I don't know Ooh. if that's to to make themselves look like like they're, they're bursting out of the shirt and they're like muscular because it's not. Yeah, I think that's sort of what ends up happening. But got it. Yeah. Interesting. OK. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, just to make things clear, I'm not going to become a proud boy if anyone is listening for the first time. No, no, or, no, no, no. You know. I don't well, think I'm sure. Stefan, you are a boy and I am proud of you. Thank and you. speaking of being proud of Stefan, let's move on to our social media updates. What a good segue. Boy, was it smooth. Stefan and John are going to bring you the news. Prepare for a feast of rarefied takes. Terrible tweets from verified greats. They'll bring their personal feed to you with an update on their social, social, social media. Julie, we always like to start with the guest. What's going on on your social Hi. media? Not a lot. I'm looking for this one guy on Instagram who said something really lousy to me. I get a lot of reply guys yes. and very yeah. often they don't understand that what they're saying is not polite or it's not okay. Like they're, they're not going after me to hurt me. They, they really do seem like they think they're helping or, um, or, or they, they're, they're like trying to compliment me and it just goes awry. And I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to, 
be, I don't want to alienate people that like me any more than I have to or (laughs) already do. And I especially hate fighting. I, I learned that very quickly that, you know, positive or negative attention is still attention. So, um, I only respond when things are like, you know, really hurtful or, or they, or there's something that they, I'm still thinking about like a week later or something like that. Um, and there was a guy who was a while ago. It was in, it was in, um, well, when did like, they finally call it for Biden? Was it, um, uh, it was on the Saturday, right? It was like yeah. November seventh or eighth. Yeah, I, I learned about it like right before I was podcasting with Tom for you know Double Threat, and I had a bottle of champagne in my fridge that I'd been saving for you know a special occasion, but it was so old that I couldn't open it. <laughs> so I called my handyman. And he came by and he opened it for me. And you can kind of hear like two of us, like having a little chat in the background. And then he left and we edited out most of the checks. It was mostly him telling me like, Oh, you don't usually wear uh, pants. You look younger this way. (laughs) (laughs) And and he's just, he's really funny. Like I I feel like I, you know, I moved into this apartment about five months ago and, um, and I, I probably, talk to and see Alfonso more than anyone else in my life. I see Alfonso and I see Frey who's like the, like the super and a big part of me moving to this apartment building was that, well, first of all, there were a couple of things. One was that there was like a renter's market in New York around COVID where like you could get like a doorman building for about as much as I was paying for, you know, this one bedroom that was smaller. And so I, I moved around like late August. And also because, you know, being a woman that lives alone, especially when you're like in your forties, like I just, it's like, you know what? I think I'd feel safer with a doorman. I think I'd, I, I, there are things that I need help with that like, you know, as a woman living alone would be like really like, I, I don't want to be like, I deserve it, but like, I, I just, um, I needed these resources. And one of them was fucking Alfonso to like come by and open my champagne and not just to be like, you're my servant as much as like, you're my pal. (laughs) And also I tip him constantly. And also like, he's just someone whose job is to make like, you know, there's, there's women who live alone in Manhattan and, and part of like your life or your support group is like the people who work in your building. So I got this, like, I got this very cavalier message from some guy on Instagram. It's like, having your handyman open champagne for you is gross. It's like, oh, okay. Okay, like, cool take on 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 that. And it just, I don't know, like, it, it's kind of, it's just been something I've been thinking a lot about from a position of class and a position of, um, you know, I, I certainly didn't like, I think one of the reasons why we edited him out of the show was I didn't want to like make fun of him the way that, um, like, like Chelsea Handler always had that guy Chewy on that she'd make fun of, or like yeah. Kimmel had that, that guy that like, there's like usually like an ethnicity to the person that's like, Oh, look at this clown. And it really yeah. wasn't about that as much as just like my pal Alfonso, who I, as I mentioned, see and tip constantly. Um, but I just did a lot of thinking about it and I walked away being like, no, fuck that guy because he doesn't know what it's like to be 
I don't know, a, a woman living alone and like what my relationship is to my, to, to the people that like help make my life safe and manageable. And, um, yeah, so that's, that's just sort of something that was a social media experience that I'm still thinking about. And as opposed to someone just calling me, you know, fat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think, uh, I've never really had that before, but I feel like I do like it's something that I do think about sometimes because I think Patreon creates this like weird culture kind of where people are sort of aware of what you make for the thing you do and in kind of like a way that athletes, I mean, they make way, way, way more money than we do. I mean, not that much more, but. Well, again, that's um, that's the book we're we're about to write uh, because we're at the top of our game. But yeah, I do think there is this sort of sense in some way where you're like, okay, everyone can see sort of how much money we're making right now. And you want to be in this weird way. You're like, you want to be careful about that. But at the same time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Can, can we edit out the entire crypto yeah. discussion from earlier? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, you've got 20 bucks and I've got negative uh, more than I'd like to. Well, I also bought that stock when I saw it at TV shows. So that's the other thing, which is like, oh, my God, I really needed that money. I wish I hadn't spent it on weed. But um, this was first of all, no one knows how much money I make from the podcast. And if they did they would apologize to me. (laughs) I'm like losing money doing this podcast. We we do not have a Patreon. We only have ad sales, Um, which is fine. Like we're, you know, we're not doing it to, to be like, fuck you. And, you know, float away on a, on a barge, you know, (laughs) but, um, and, you know, as we do it for longer, we'll hopefully make money, but it's very much like a, a labor of love and consistency. And, um, if I wanted to make quick money, like I promise I would not be doing it with a, with a podcast in this particular way. Um, but, but yeah, like it, it just, it, it assumed a lot. It assumed a lot about me. And I think the idea, like it it was just something where you would never know to put yourself in my shoes or what that, what that necessitates or what that means to be like, a single woman living by herself in Manhattan and like what that looks like, what that costs, um, what that means, what your relationships to people that, you know, work in your building are. And he just came to it with like guns blazing and a lot of assumptions that I don't think are uh, necessarily true at all. There's just a lot going on that it's hard to see the big picture of when you're not really empathizing and you're just kind of projecting onto someone. Yeah, I think that's true for sure. And I think that's part of the big issue with the internet is that it's so reductive. It's like, how can we boil this down into one sentence? It's like the one sentence is, oh, Julie has a guy come and open champagne for her. Well, that's not really the whole story. And then this guy says, oh, you doing that is gross. And it's like it gets boiled down to these like one sentence hits where it's not like yeah you're not gaining any of the full picture which is a huge problem this is the other thing alfonso has so much more money this is all he talks about lately is his dirt bike and his gazebo and he got (laughs) bonked in the eye by the wind in his gazebo he would not stop he showed everyone who didn't even ask the shiner (laughs) he got and it was like put your mask up alfonso oh my god (laughs) al hates his daughter's dog I know more about Al than I know about 90% of the people I'm related to. <laughs> and yet this guy's 
his his attitude towards it was just very much like I was like Marie Antoinette and um also I don't drink champagne unless Biden wins. Like that's not like I have to ever do. <laughs> caviar off of his naked body. Um <laughs> I mean that sounds fun though. Well, if I was going to do that, then it would be like an event. Then I'd have the like, you know, black tie, eyes wide yeah. shut, kind of like, I didn't bite people. <laughs> of course, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, that was just something that, like I said, I don't hold on to social media experiences longer than just the interaction. And so, and obviously, I, you know, I'm a human being and I'm hurt by things that people say, but unless they're grounded in something that either has truth or or is striving towards a truth that I acknowledge and I'm on the same page with, whether it's like social equality or like calling out people who are high status and have more privilege, then I am always quick to be like, Oh wait, did I do something wrong? And I kind of, um, I don't know, like I, I take it with me more than perhaps I should, um, or I think about it more than perhaps I should, because I just don't want to be, uh, I don't want to be a bigger asshole than I than I have to be, I guess. Yeah, because yeah. I think it's it's still fun to be an asshole online. Definitely well, for it, sure. If you're sensitive, it's not. I mean, like, I don't I don't like it when people like I have a my my character has a line in like the pilot episode of Difficult People, which is that she says, I don't like arguing. I I like saying something really mean and leaving the room. Like, I don't want to hear what people have to say in response to this, like, funny, mean thing that I have to say. And that's definitely the kind of person I am. But I also am not about saying mean things in a, in a, in a glib, like, I don't know, like social media is just, there's no context. You are going to get retweeted. Someone you don't know is going to read it. And 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 just not get who you are, where you're coming from. So knowing that, you know, you just sort of have to be more careful if you are sensitive about hurting people, um, which I have definitely become as I've gotten older, for sure. Yeah, right. I will. I will say I did save a lot of posts from Trump supporters from like last summer who were like, I uh, can't wait to see all these like liberals cry in November, oh. you know, and then I would go back uh, in December and January and reply to them and just be like, hey, just checking in on this. How's it going? <laughs> so not being mean, but just sort of like reminding them like, yeah, oh yeah you guys, uh, you guys lost. And well, it's, really it's not that you're being mean, but it's exactly what you're, what you just said, which is that you're, you're like engaging in competition and you're yeah. being competitive and you're yeah. reminding someone that there's a winner and a loser. Whereas yeah. I'm just like, I'm not playing this game. I, cause yeah. I know that if I lose, it's going to suck. Yeah. And if I win, it's going to feel amazing. But the, the glowing part of it, can be like that. That's like the devastating part of it that can hurt like almost too much. I think. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Stephanie, what's going on on your social media? Yeah. So this is something that happened this morning and I'm, I'm like torn because I do think to some extent it might be fake and I'm sure we'll find out uh, once we're not recording that it, it, it was fake, but this is a post by John K who is uh, like a, a right wing kind of intellectual dark web, uh, newspaper columnist from Canada. Uh, his his mom is Barbara Kay, who's a, a, a newspaper columnist in Canada as well. Um, and he posted a picture of dog shampoo uh, from Arm and Hammer, and uh, kind of copped to accidentally having used it for the past couple months. Um, but I I really do think like 
I don't, I'm, I'm so torn for using this for my update because I, I do think that it's, I, I really do deep down think it's, it's fake. And I know he loves the attention. I think he might just be doing it for the attention as well. But, you know, he writes for, he writes for Quillette. Uh, if, if you don't know what Quillette is, uh, it's the type of website where they'll give you a year long subscription. If you can prove you used a rolling backpack in high school, uh, big intellectual <laughs> dark web energy. Uh, but he posted, so it turns out I've been using dog shampoo on my hair for the last few months. I only discovered it when I ran out and needed to get more. This is partly my own fault, but it doesn't help that at Arm and Hammer, and he tagged them, has the word pets in like four point typeface. I'm guessing this is common. Uh, but if you look at the picture of the shampoo bottle, there's a <clears throat> big golden retriever on it. Yeah. <laughs> like just like smiling. And, and, and then his response to that was that like, other shampoo bottles have like waterfalls and trees and like things from nature are not an abnormal thing to have on a shampoo <laughs> bottle. Yeah. But like, I, I just, I really, the more it's I think gotta about be, it, here's my theory, Stefan, sorry yeah. to cut you off. I do think it's a bit because you can't even get pet shampoo at the grocery store, right? Well, like you, you can, go it's, to a it's, pet it, store. it's in the, you can, but it's in the pet food aisle. Is it? So okay. you're not, it's, not, it's not like it's going to be in, yeah, it's not going to be like beside eye. the shampoo well, and you'd like fuck up and grab like it. Box. You know what I mean? Like, oh, did he even I guess go that's to true. Or get it? Maybe he or ordered he online. Shampoo into, could, you, could you share a screen with me? I'm just curious about what this actually looks like. Yeah, let me here. I'll, I'll send the link in, uh, okay. in the Zoom chat here. Yeah. OK, uh, it's I mean, it's very clearly a dog shampoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would be a weird thing to screw up and you would think that like you've probably. Yes, maybe you've seen waterfalls and trees, but you've probably never seen a dog on the bottle before so like you'd think <laughs> you'd dog. look at it a little closer and be like oh why is there a dog on here you know uh, so i guess like the the big the big font it, it says it says soothing oatmeal shampoo uh it's like vanilla coconut <laughs> but again there's a big dog on it it does say for pets and then at the top and maybe this is why you got it it says advanced odor control uh <laughs> which is maybe the most embarrassing part of it but i i don't really understand what the end game is here unless it's like a Seth bit Rogan, to be like Seth Rogen wrote back you're stupid <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the end game here might be to to be like this. Look at all like the left wing Twitter people who are quote tweeting this to make fun of me without doing the research and seeing that it's a joke. But like nothing he has posted before indicates that like his whole thing is is like how how smart he is and he's he's an intellectual dark web guy and he doesn't really he's not the type of guy those guys never have a sense of humor about themselves right so there's no reason to think it's a joke. But in the back of my head, I I do think. For some weird reason, he's doing a bit and he just wants the attention. But I think either way, it's still very funny because he's he's using advanced odor control dog shampoo. And even if that's a joke, I think it's still very funny. Um. So, yeah, I, think, I don't know. I'm, I think I'm leaning totally it's really interesting because he seems mad about it. Like, it seems like he's blaming them. And then he says, I guess it's kind of my fault. Like, it's completely your fault. <laughs> Yeah, he's blaming them for the font being too small, where it says four pets. He's on the offensive about this, don't you think? I also feel like Arm & Hammer doesn't make human shampoo, do they? Like, I would feel like that would already be sort of a stopping point for me, or I'd be like... They make toothpaste. Yeah, I know. I just wonder if I would... if, Like, say for some reason I'm in the store, the pet shampoo is right beside the human shampoo, I get drawn to the yellow bottle. I do think one of the first things I would think, even aside from it saying four pets and having a dog on it, 
I would be like, does Arm & Hammer even make shampoo? Like, I think of them primarily as baking soda. I don't think it would connect to me that I'd be like, oh, are they making shampoo I, now? I think I would like, sort of be like, these guys make like a mean baking soda. I'd love to see their take on on hair products, you know? <laughs> okay. Maybe that's what happened. But there's also, what's be. the uh, main and tail, right? Yes. Which like is a horse shampoo, but is now, has like crossed over and is now main a and human tail shampoo. is a shampoo that they... In their like advertising copy, like they claim that their origin story is that they used to be, you know, used on horses. Whether or not that's true is like, yeah, someone in marketing probably knows that, you know, better. Um, yeah. But is we he using that this. as like, see, is that what his point is with that? No, he, he hasn't even brought that up. And, oh, and, okay. my, and my favorite part is him being like, this is a very common mistake, probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. you guys have probably done this before. <laughs> Uh, but yeah we'll know by tomorrow uh probably if this was if this was fake yeah when you're listening to this this might have already been solved yeah i'm just scrolling down his timeline because i don't i don't know who this guy is and i don't know the website he he writes for and i i'm always fascinated to be like okay i I think this guy's some somebody that you know is a, a a creep or just someone on the wrong side of things and to like look for the tweet that most substantiates that the quickest like you know what i mean like it's almost you're like okay i think i'm supposed to disagree with this guy and then looking at their feed and say okay what's going to be the thing that pops out first that says oh no to me yeah well he did pin the dog shampoo tweet so <laughs> oh no that's a bad well, that means sign. he definitely like he's the, leaning into it yeah, that's a bad yeah. Kind of thing, yeah right? exactly it's yeah. like when bean dad changed his Twitter bio to say Bean Dad in it. Yeah, he did yeah. yeah. Once they like start rolling with the punches, it happened, yeah. it's it's game over. Yeah, John, what's uh what what's going on in your social media? Well, mine is a quick update this week. This one comes from uh, the world of sports, uh, and this this kind of this one had a vibe. Stefan reminded me of our old show. Stefan and I used to have a sports podcast called Real Good Show, and we used to do a clip of the week every week on the show. And this is one that like. RGS listeners would have loved. They will love if they still listen to this show. Like it's just, it it's almost like performance art. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, they had a really rough season this year. Things not going great. They fired their head coach who was originally thought to be a genius after they won the Super Bowl. And he just kind of went downhill and more downhill. They fired him, Doug Peterson. They hired a new coach, Nick Sirianni. uh, And he this is his first time as a head coach in the NFL. And he gave his opening press conference. And um, it didn't go super well, we'll say. Uh, And it's just like I said, it almost feels like a comedy sketch because you're going to see the juxtaposition of the way he is delivering this material and what he is talking about uh, is super funny. So uh, go ahead, Dan, you can play that. Next thing that's very important to me is that we build a smart football team, that we have a smart football team here. And I know we have the, the people in place to do that. The first part of that, the first part of being smart is knowing what to do. We're going to, we're going to know we're going to have systems in place that are easier to learn all right complicated to the defense or offense that they're going against or the special teams group they're going against but easy for us to learn because when we can put that because we when we can learn our system and we can get good at our system then our talent can take over less thinking equals talent take over but we need to have systems in place and we will have systems in place to do so Oh, well, I mean, it's it's tough because like he's, you know, he's not like a public speaker, right? No, he's clearly just quite nervous. Yeah. 
But it's very funny uh, that he's talking about how smart their system's going to be yeah. and how easy it's going to be, and he's fumbling all the words and he keeps repeating himself. Not a good time. And I just I know mean, that, like, so go ahead, Julie. Oh, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, like, it, it's just, it's even funnier because of the fact that, like, Eagles fans are just furious, you know, like, Philly sports fans are notoriously insane, and the fact that they won a Super Bowl, like, four years ago or whenever that was, is completely lost on them now. They don't care. That's That was, like, may as well be a distant memory. They're just so upset, and then <laughs> this is the way it starts. Makes it even funnier to me, I think. Oh, poor guy. But also yeah. very funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I have. It's not a, I don't have a, like a big commentary on it. It was literally just a, here's a funny sports clip yep. for everyone. Wait, should I have not brought in something that had to do with me specifically? No, no, no. That's no, you absolutely okay. should have. That's, that's, totally that's what great. most of our guests do. So, okay, good. Yeah. You're yeah, good. No, you're that funny, but I oh. will say that, you know, like that clarity is sometimes the enemy of being smart like when he was like smart is good i'm like i know what you're trying to say you just sound like a dummy thing yeah. and that was when when trump kept talking about how he had a good brain right <laughs> yes exactly it's a it's a good example of your 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 message goes against the way you're putting it yeah yes yeah totally <laughs> uh well you know i i hope that uh despite this you know slow press conference Nick's defense does well, they block well, and speaking of blocking, let's move on to our block tale. What did you tweet? You brought receipts, block tale, woo! No longer can see the post, it's a block tale, woo! You probably deserved it, it's a block tale. Now, how's that for a segue, folks? Well, I mean, the that offense, was the, just the offense would be blocking. It was breathtaking. The defense that can block as well, Stefan. Yeah, but the offense, I think, is more known for blocking. You know what? <laughs> you guys, Julie, is, uh, is hockey your favorite? Do you guys like? Is hockey your favorite? Yeah, yeah. hockey and, and <laughs> soccer for me. Hockey yeah. and soccer. Yeah, yeah. First, Stefan, I like soccer too. Basketball. Uh, no, I'm well, I'm I'm even more Canadian, Julie. My second favorite sport is curling. He's a professional curler. Are you serious? Yeah, uh, I used to be. Uh, professional, he, like how far he, did you get? Well, you can't. You were ranked. Really he be, was ranked. You were no, no. T- how high were you ranked? Uh, yeah, my team at, at its height, my team was like twenty seventh in the world, I guess. That's terrific. So, do you are you able to like do that for fun, or do you need a team to do it? Do you need equipment to do it? Do you need? Yeah, you need a team. You need equipment, all that stuff. Yeah, you, I traveled all across Canada into the states as well doing some turn but doing do tournaments still and, do it like for fun no i'm i i retired i retired quote unquote but okay. uh yeah so I, I i quit two years ago was my last year you can definitely play for fun in like a recreational league or whatever new york is actually one of the is one of the larger curling states actually um there's quite a few curling clubs in new york so and you um, need a, a, a rink and like one of those brooms is yeah. that basically it you don't need and like shoes. your own rink you could use like an ice hockey rink uh, yeah. So we, most of the time it's a dedicated facility specifically for curling, um, okay. cause hockey ice is much different. It's a much different production process. Um, so there are certainly curling clubs in what? smaller towns. Sorry. <laughs> how is hockey ice different than curling ice? Oh boy, Julie. I mean, how long <laughs> I do you have I want to know? <laughs> how long do you have? Um, <laughs> so to put it as simply as possible, 
uh hockey ice is just literally frozen water it's just like you put water down you freeze it curling ice obviously starts like that however it's a much more temperature controlled environment um humidity is much more important because if frost builds on the ice then it makes the rocks go much slower um so there's a big temperature control element to it and then uh curling ice is also treated with a chemical that we spray on the ice before every game that gives the ice like a profile um, it's okay. called pe- it's called pebble because it looks okay. like if you were looking at the ice from the side, it looks like mm-hmm. there's like a ton of little bumps on it. And oh. that's that's what helps the rocks curl. And that's also what makes sweeping effective. Um, so so that's sort of if, counterintuitive, like it's not as smooth. N- well, so technically curling ice is actually much smoother than hockey ice because you don't have anyone skating on it and like putting like divots in it oh, or whatever. Right. Sure, but sure. yes, it's, it is rougher. Like that's why if you've ever seen curling on TV, the rocks make that sort of loud noise as they're going down the ice. It's because it's technically going over top of a bunch of small grooves, essentially. Fascinating. Yeah. Well, listen, Thank you, you know, I, I, you're welcome. I'm, I'm happy to talk curling anytime. So much today. <laughs> you uh you have my email anytime you want to reach out. I can be your Alfonso of curling. You can okay. just uh you can just let me know whenever you have questions. I'm I'll be more than happy to okay, answer. Okay, good. For you. Um so Julie, this is the part of the show where uh, our guest talks about a time that they got blocked on social media. Um what uh what do you have for us, please? I was blocked years ago by Polly Perrette, who is an actress on NCIS, CSI, NCIS, I I believe. And I I don't, I don't know if it's, I don't think it's still going on or she's may not be on it anymore. Okay. But she and I met at a dog awards show that they, (laughs) it was like a goofy event. Like it was a silly, stupid event in Los Angeles called the Golden Collar Awards. They only ended up doing one that was that stupid. <laughs> like, oh my God, this is such a good idea. Let's do it every year. And um, it was the year that the artist won Best Picture and there was like a a little like terrier. Jack, it's like a Jack that, Russell, he, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. Uggie, Uggie yeah. who was like a star and Okay, so yeah, it looks like 2012. There was only one. So this is for the best dogs? This is like for good dogs? This was for dogs in film and television. And okay. like okay. Okay. rewarding them. And, and it was, right. like I said, this was so dumb. And and right. like and just silly. And they had presenters there who were actors who liked animals. But more or less, it was... It was like there was like the bulldog from Modern Family. And right. the, the, the Dobermans from that movie, Hugo. And... Anyway, Polly Perrette was one of the presenters and my job was to interview people on the red carpet. And I was, you know, it was for Vulture. So I had goofy questions lined up and everybody I talked to took it that way. And they all knew it was a joke. And and then I was with this uh, photographer, the guy who was operating the camera and we were, you know, they give you like sheets of who's going to be on the red carpet. And um, there was, uh, what's that? Who was the guy in Babe, James... Um, Oh, well, oh, um, Brolin. Gen- no, no, the, the older guy, right? Yeah, I know who uh, you're yeah, talking about. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, I love this guy, too. He was uh, yeah, Kiefer Sutherland's like dad in like- 24. James Cromwell. James yes, Cromwell. James yes. Cromwell was there, and he was terrific, and he was really fun, and I know, like, Triumph did a bit, and anyway, so so the photographer I was with said, oh, Polly Perret is coming. I said, who that, who's that? And he goes, oh, he's on the, the, he's on the show, NCIS. And I go, okay. And 
she came down the red carpet and I asked her the same, like, you know, tone of silly questions I asked everybody else, which is, you know, what dogs are you most excited to see tonight? And, um, and then I, and then I, like, she was just kind of acting a little ditzy and I didn't know anything about her. Now I know she's insane, but I, I said like, are you drunk? And she goes, what? And she seemed very uh, angry that I asked her that, but it was just my way of being like silly and cute because she forgot the name of something. I said, do you know where you are? She goes, yes, I'm at the Golden Collar Awards. I go, are you drunk? And she goes, what? And that was the first sign that she was crazy and she wasn't interested in joking around with me. And then the the next thing I asked her was like, are you going to like sneak any of these dogs home in your dress? And um, just seemed a little like, I think she smiled on that one, but she just like wasn't playing along. And she talked at length about how important like shelter dogs are to her in a way that was just, you know, we're not going to use this in the video. This is just a funny video. And I had to explain myself a couple times. Anyway, after she left, a publicist for the event came over and said, you need to stop asking questions that are upsetting the celebrities because we've gotten complaints about you. And I said, what are they? He goes, well, we're hearing that you're asking people if they're drunk or if they're trying to smuggle dogs home with them in their dress. And I said, there's only one person I asked that. <laughs> and I realized that Polly Perrett had tried to get me kicked out of a dog award show. press one. And that was really interesting to me. And then I came home and I found out that Polly Perrett's Twitter is an insane person's Twitter. And (laughs) I just started collecting these tweets from her and they are just insane. Like she's just, she's, she's an insane person. I don't know how else to put it. And I was retweeting them and I was like, Oh my God. Like it was just, it was like finding (laughs) someone that was mean to you was also like had like a a stand up tape online and you're like, Oh my God, I can't believe how funny this is. Am I crazy? Did did she have one where she talked about dreaming like a person's face? I I was trying to look it up just now. I can't find it. Right. I I can't help you because like I said, I am blocked, but I have lots of screenshots (laughs) from friends that send me anything whenever she's like truly lost it. And one of the darker ones was that she, uh, claimed that she saw a little boy with the number 666 tattooed on his forehead. And it was very distressing to her because she'd had a dream about a little boy with 666 tattooed on his forehead. And she proved that she'd seen him by drawing a picture of what a little boy with the word, with the letters or the number 666 on his forehead would look like as though. Oh my God. I forgot that that was her. I I, I love that post so much. I've got it in front of me now. It's one of the best. I do have the 666 post in front of me and it does. So it says have unshakable image of real eight year old child. I saw that had this tattooed on his forehead. Never forget his face. And then, yeah, it's a very rough sketch of a a child with 666 on his face. Um, I, I completely forgot that that was her. I I've seen that post retweeted ironically hundreds of times. No, um, she, that was when the world like caught on to something I'd known for. I mean, I guess, I guess this was like in 2012 when I, um, first, uh, met her, but, um, yeah, I wish I had some, some better, like I have tweets of her screenshotted somewhere. I think I have a folder, like just on my hard drive. <laughs> but did she, uh, she blocked you though, after you were like retweeting all her, I, I don't yeah. know when, but it happened pretty, pretty fast. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. Credit. I mean, I, I, 
she like she didn't like me then and she didn't like me online so <laughs> that is so funny to me yeah i just hope yeah, like um, go ahead oh my god I, like i if hold on let me i can share my screen i have like i can share this folder if i take this <laughs> my will i be able to share my screen uh yeah you can share it in zoom here i think yeah at the bottom there okay great excellent so here's some from 2018, at least. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> um, this is from 2017. Um, I'm thinking about shaving my head again. I loved it so much before. A picture of her. Um, on a walk today, I saw the most random thing, and it meant something to me. So I took a picture. It's just a sombrero behind um, a wire fence. Um, made an egg and chickpea oh. whole wheat wrap. Yum. That's all I need. Yum. This is the most disgusting looking food I've ever seen in my life. Um, question. Is it legal to punch out a drunk person who's getting into a car? Will kill someone and take keys? Really want to stop drunk drivers. Uh, here's her standing in front of uh, Lincoln Memorial saying, my man. And Lincoln's head is cut off in the picture. Yeah, Lincoln's also. head is cut off. Um, okay, everyone, download Fatboy Slim, the Rockefeller skank, turn it up, and I dare you not to dance. This was in May 2017. Oh, my God, no. This, this one is like the dog believe. shampoo oh, no. one. Oh. This one I do not believe. I don't oh, believe this what? one. I accidentally got Gorilla Glue on my mouth. I don't believe this at all. But I do, because I've met her, and I feel for her. I don't I don't mean to, like... Well, I guess I guess I do mean to make fun of her, so own that. Um, I'm a sociologist, love family feud, but why? Why are the questions now filthy and sex questions? There's so much more to humans. Come on! And then she got really upset about this, so she did a second one saying, "Dear family feud, I love Steve Harvey and I love game shows. Why do you make your program so filthy? Even with child players, no reason. That's the whole appeal of the show. I guess. Yeah. My best friend is a dwarf. Oh, this is. So this was upsetting because she didn't like that, you know, they, they'd use like a, a, a mean word to dwarves on CBS Big Brother. But instead of just saying, like, I take issue with that, she just made a point of saying my best friend is a dwarf. And I just think that that's like a really awkward way of defending little people. Yeah. So, but that, uh, these, are, these are all incredible. I know. Oh, I love that. I love so that you literally have. And even, I, I haven't looked at her Twitter in, in two years. Like this is just a random smattering from the last time I was on there. Um, so then, then she saw this movie that she she didn't tell you what it was at first. You had to learn, but she, it was something that was on TV that was infuriating her. So just waste hours of my life watching one of the worst, most destructive film for girls I've ever seen. Great actors do their job. Bad movies, and then she keeps talking about how dangerous it was and said news is depressing wanted a funny film this is infuriating girls brain and heart are your strength not your clothes and weight i don't go to movie theaters so i see everything years later this film is pissing me off i hope it gets better terrible message so far and then she says 37 minutes into devil wears prada i am furious this better get better than conform to superficiality and bs trends everything i'm against what prior no i don't like food oh so this is when she tells people that the people who looked at her wrap, which was just scrambled eggs and chickpeas in a whole wheat um, pita, she said, no, I don't like food. I get frustrated that we must eat to live, but I do it. Some of us don't like food. Also, I have food allergies. I don't watch cooking shows because I don't like food, but I watched Anthony Bourdain. It wasn't about the food. It was him. Love him. R.I.P. What? Um, I, oh, another drawing. Yeah. Oh, um, these are I, just like two drawings of uh, flowers. 
You know what? I, you know what vibes yeah. I get from this is uh, Frankie. F- Frank. Well, yes, but Frankie Munez, his Twitter. Oh yeah, is, he's a yeah. Is very similar to this. Well, I don't mean to call her a serial killer. I just mean that her illustrations look like the Night Stalkers um, <laughs> because she looks through. She said flipping through my sketchbook and like. Not everyone was, has to be a great artist, but these one, are one of those drawings is is someone holding a knife up too. It looks no, like in the yeah. oh yes, yeah, yep. yeah. Okay, it's good stuff. This will cause a thing, but my most beloved friend. By the way, tell that to the little person because you just called him your best friend. Yeah. My most beloved friend who was black called me a white friend tonight. I cried for hours. We're good. Talked about it forever, but ouch. And I get it. Said I may have a platform just because I'm white. If that's true, that's wrong. Hashtag civil rights. So these are all real. <laughs> that one is nuts. I was, so guys were jackhammering the street. I went out in my PJs, asked how long doodlings into my boobs. Two weeks. It was two days. So weird. What? What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. Then she had a, a tweet complaining that Candy Crush was not relaxing and that the spinning time wheels started <laughs> her anxiety attacks. I have a question. If your name is Senior, was that your name before you cha- named your child Junior? Or do you legally change your name to Senior? She had the same thing about doves. Oh, here it is. I have a question. Doves are released at ceremonies. Where are they from? Are they scared? Do they know each other? And where do they go? Do they know each other? (laughs) Yeah. Are the doves pals? Are all the doves that get released just pals? Can I think one, two, three, four more? Okay. Then this is just, I just don't downloaded the song Rainbow Connection by Kermit the Frog. I highly recommend it. This to me is funny because he does sing it, but I wouldn't call it a song by Kermit the Frog. No. <laughs> you know, same from the Muppet movie. Or I love that famous. song. A whole. Uh, I love that song. Um, you know, uh, I just can't wait to be king by Simba. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, oh my god, dear Corona Light, great beer. Can you make your boxes easier to get into? It's ridiculous. Change your packaging, please. And that's this a video of her trying to open the box, I think. Yeah, too. and this one just says hashtag Stephen Hawking. I don't know what the um, context of <laughs> it was. I think that's the day he died, maybe. Okay, Must that's be, right? good. And then this is the last one, which is just, I'm, it's raining in L.A. My dogs are like, huh? Whatever. <laughs> I, I wish her well. I don't think she's a bad person. I think she's, um, you know. I think she's, she's really a, good a at Twitter. She's a very she's good poster. Great Twitter. And listen, I wouldn't have, I would, I would feel terrible making fun of her if, she had not tried to get me kicked out of a dog award show. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's, so that's, that's my, that's my block story is Polly Perrette. Um, I love that's, really that's, good. A, that's a great block story. And you know, you, have, you, you were yeah. saying you, you feel a little bad, but this one is kind of a, a, a sort of wholesome block. We have a listener block. That's sort of a wholesome one to kind of bring everything together. This one is from Molly. Uh, and this is uh, her versus her dad. Uh, So she says, this is my reverse block story about how I blocked my dad. Uh, It sounds like it's worse than it actually is. I am a child of international divorce. My dad lives in the UK. My mom lives in Australia and I live in the Netherlands. My parents keep up with my life by being extremely online. (coughs) Pardon me. And my dad, despite being 71 is particularly persistent. He is somehow always the first person to view my Instagram stories and he checks my LinkedIn twice a week. I have a Twitter account which has tens of followers and my dad was one of them until a couple months ago. We had a fairly chill dynamic on Twitter. My dad liked my posts. Like literally his likes were just my posts and a video from Arsenal winning the FA Cup in 2014. (laughs) 
And with my extra free time because of COVID, I was tweeting fast and loose and pretty carefree. That is until I logged onto Facebook one day and I noticed that my father had been reposting all of my tweets to his Facebook page and that his <laughs> friends, other British guys in their 70s, had been commenting on the posts. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I immediately blocked my dad on Twitter and not really understanding how block works, blocks work on Twitter. I told him that I had deleted my Twitter. He responded with a screen cap of my Twitter page, which indicated that I had blocked him. <laughs> I attempted to gaslight him further by saying that must be a Twitter error. And then I made a new public Twitter for him to follow where I just share news articles that I think are interesting. This is now the story I have to tell people when I explain why my Twitter account is private. He buys it? <laughs> I guess he does. Wow. Uh, that's best regards, Molly. That's incredible. Uh, so thank Molly, you for that, Molly. Molly, Molly. <laughs> incredible. We love it. Uh, thank you for sending that in. If you are listening to this and you want to send in a listener block, you can do so at uh, blocked at blockparty.com or you can fill out the form on our website. You can also donate to the show at patreon.com slash blocked party, where $5 a month gets you access to all of our bonus content, including uh, this month. As we said, it's blocked party sweeps month. We've got a great month coming up. We've got four huge guests on the main episodes. We're doing a trip trivia party with the Doughboys next week. Uh, we're doing an extra special live cameo episode at the end of the month. That's going to be great. Uh, and we've got some more surprises for you in store. So if you're going to ever be a patron of the show, this is the time to do it. We also have annual subscriptions. You can check that out. Newsletters, all that stuff. It's all over there at patreon.com slash block party. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at blocked party pod rate review, subscribe, all that stuff is great for us. Uh, Julie, we always like to finish the show with a top three suggested by our guest. Uh, what do you have for us, please? Top three people to follow. Oh, wow. Well, okay. Top three what? That that could be good. Yeah, That's, it could be yeah, a, a, literally any, any yeah, category you choose you want. any topic and then we just say what our top three of that topic is. Okay. Oh, you mean I just I name a topic and you say what your three favorite things so you'll, are? Yeah, you'll, and so you'll do you. Get, You'll give us a category and then you'll say your number three and then I'll say my number three and then John's is number three. You'll say number oh, two. Okay. We'll just go around. Yeah. So yeah. it can be okay, literally so like, anything. If I, if I do like starches, like something like that. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Okay, so for my three starches, I'm going to say pasta, bread. Wait, wait, just do, oh. just do your number three, though. Just do your number three, because then we, we go um, around and we kind of no, it's 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 a it's a confusing mm-hmm. way of doing it. No, no, I'm yeah. just I'm trying to think of like what would be my third favorite starch, because they're all kind of my favorite. Um, <laughs> I'll say bread. I'll say bread. OK, bread is, okay. is number three. I'm going to I'm going to say a specific type of bread. I'm going to go sourdough bread for number three, um, because I've been on a, a grilled cheese kick. Uh, mm. through a pandemic and that's the best grilled cheese bread for sure the only downside is it's not a very good breakfast uh, uh bread because you know if you want to put like peanut butter on it it's not as good of a combo but uh i'm gonna go sourdough bread for my number it's three what do you do it is. Yeah, yeah do you have some kind of like freakish uh grilled cheese routine stefan no, I'm normal when it comes to grilled cheese. I use ketchup. Yeah. I know some people hate using oh, ketchup yeah. I'm a with grilled ke- cheese. I'm a ketchup on grilled cheese guy. Yeah. I think Wait, that's do you dip it in the ketchup? Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll cut the grilled cheese in half and then and then dip it in the ketchup. It's great. Yeah. It sounds yeah. delicious. Yeah. <sighs> okay. John? So are we, I mean, yeah, there's so many good starches. Uh, this is, uh, yeah, I think getting specific is maybe good. I'll go, I'll go my number three baked potato. Uh, I'm a big baked potato guy. Love it. All the fixins. Just load them in there, you know, Uh, sour cream, bacon, onions. There's a great green onions. There's a great uh, steakhouse here in Vancouver called High Steakhouse, and they will bring the baked potato to you on the plate. And then they have 
uh, uh, they bar? have uh, like a, a server. Yeah, that, a server that comes around. You don't even have to get up. The server comes around with the like toppings, and you can just be like more, 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 Heaven. and they just do it for you. Right? It's it's that's beautiful. your Alfonso. That's your like pop my champagne. <laughs> yes, exactly. <Alfonso>. exactly. <laughs> you get a you get a fixin's Alfonso. Um, yeah, your number two, Julie. I'm gonna say number two is pasta, but that's because I have a really good number one in my back pocket. Oh, so don't I love get that. mad at me that like pasta's number two. Like I know it's number one, believe me. But I, I think you're gonna like my number one. What's a good? What's your favorite uh, pasta? Or what's your go-to? Spaghetti or a bucatini, yeah. like a hollow yeah. spaghetti or angel hair. Anything that's like long and involves some sort of messy, like you know, slurping. I like. I don't want anything like a like penne. That's like I don't. I just not. I want it like. And you can't like suck in penny. <laughs> you genuinely feel like a beast of some kind. Devoured. Uh, well, I'm gonna go with I guess mac and cheese, right? That that's high in starch. That's like a that's a yeah, that's a starch. Divine. And that's but that's not but you're it's not a slurpable. Like I, I wonder if well the cheese makes it like you feel like enough of an animal. <laughs> that's true. I, I'm wondering if uh, if like Kraft or or Annie's have ever considered doing a spaghetti version. Of mac and cheese. Oh, that would be decadent. That'd that could be, be interesting, right? I think that I think that could work. You know, because you, you're coating the the spaghetti with like the cheese sauce and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe I'll try that. So kind of like um, an instant angel hair type thing. You're saying, sort of, yeah, yeah. Okay, mm. this is I'm going to write this down. But that's my number yeah. two is mac and cheese. John, yeah, screw okay. screw crypto. Get invested yeah. in instant spaghetti, my man. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> uh, my number two. I mean, yeah, this is tough. I'm I'm going to borrow from you, Stefan. I'm going to also say sourdough bread. That's definitely my go to. Uh, bread and i what i often do and this is a sandwich that my fiance becca introduced to me she's vegetarian and i make this this is like my lunch probably like 50 days a year i make it all the time it's uh tempeh honeyed halloumi uh and dijon mustard on sourdough bread uh with a pickle on the side and that is uh wow. it's an it's an expert lunch i'll say it, it's very good uh, if you're not a vegetarian, but you've never had like the tempeh we get is this like maple tempeh. It's like this smoked maple. It's so good. Uh, if you've never tried uh, some sort of vegetarian sandwich like that, I would recommend it very highly. And halloumi, a great cheese, especially fried. Uh, Julie, you're number one. Pull it out of your back pocket. We're ready. Cake. Cake. I mean, yeah, that's great. I, I mean, <laughs> Yeah, you're totally correct. It's no, what am I a liar? <laughs> <laughs> am I a fool <laughs> or a no. liar? No, the answer no. is cake. The That's a great choice because you don't really consider dessert to be like a, a starchy thing. But uh, um, yeah, that's a, that's a great choice. Is, cake is the best starch. Chocolate yeah. cake is the best. You're Anything. Right. Yeah. Wow. See, this is throwing me off because now I'm thinking should I do. <laughs> I thought about Something doing desserts related. as well, and I was like, is that uh, not fair? Yeah. No, 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 that's, no, like, no, that's no, 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 that's, no. that's how the top. Okay. No, that's how the top three works. Like, like, it, okay. I'm, I'm shaken up, but that's that's good. That's a good <laughs> thing. I'm gonna yeah. stick with my number one, uh, which is ramen. Uh, oh wow! Okay. I, I love okay. a good bowl of ramen. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fancy boy. Uh, and I miss. I do miss going out to like ramen restaurants and getting Whoa. getting ramen and like a, a a big like Japanese beer. And it's just like, that's the best. And I miss that Fancy a lot, boy but. or 
99 cent store. Exactly. It's one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Ramen does have that weird quality where it's either 99 cents or 1999. Yeah. Right. Exactly. There's no in between. Yeah. Uh, Okay. My number one, I mean, I do. I'm as anyone who listens to this show knows I'm a big dessert guy. I love desserts. Cake is a great choice. I also love cookies. Any I'm all in on that stuff, but I feel like we've done eight already. If I don't say this, people are going to lose their mind. Uh, so my number one is French fries. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I was hoping oh, someone would. It has to be yeah. in there, right? Of I mean, course. It's got to be. It's what you, what be is in your there. favorite kind of? Is it thin, crispy, Ooh. or like a steak fry? Like no, so yes. steak fry would be closer to the bottom for me. I'm a I like a I like a nice shoestring fry. I also like a waffle fry, which Waffle's I know is a number a, one for me. Like a, a bit waffle. of a controversial opinion, but I, I love, love waffle. a waffle fry. Waffle is the best for dipping. Yes, it's so good. so good. And I also I also like a good tater tot. I'm not gonna lie. I, I enjoy a good yeah. tater tot. Becca and I, we got an air fryer for Christmas. Oh. Uh, so we've been air frying tater tots and it is. And you're like, look at me. I'm, I'm, health, I'm a health nut. This is a salad. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I say as I'm putting the frozen tater tots into the <laughs> convection oven uh, with oil swirling everywhere. I'm like, yes, thank God. I finally made it. I'm so healthy. Yeah, I'm juicing. Uh, I'm basically juicing. yeah exactly uh wow i mean this was so much fun julie thank you so much for joining us on the show before we go is there anything that you would like to plug uh just listen to double threat with me and tom sharpling every monday we release a new episode and follow me on twitter but don't be mean to me We have very nice listeners. They listeners are very nice. I'm I'm on Twitter and I'm on Instagram. It's just my name, Julie Klausner. Awesome. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Julie. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, We, Like we said, we have a great sweeps month planned. Patreon.com slash Blocked Party. If you want to donate and get in on all that, Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Blocked Party Pod. And we'll see you back here next week with Canadian superstar Brent Butt. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Goodbye.